solo podcast. This, <laughs> this one, you guys like seriously blew up my inbox this past like week. And I have never honestly been so inspired to record a solo podcast about an episode before I get into it, I really want to tell you something about this project that I'm doing and I'm really excited about it. So I am going to be doing a talk with Ally Therapy. It's on June 1st at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's on Zoom and everything's going to be available as a recording if it's something that you are unable to make. But it's just going to be like an open group discussion about postpartum life. So it's kind of geared towards people who are to moms and dads who have a child in the age of like, you know, a newborn to say 14, 15 months. That's kind of like where we're gearing our audience towards. But if you are, you know, still in the thick of it and you feel like you could really use a group discussion to talk about postpartum or maybe your past experience or just connecting with other moms and listening into other moms' stories, then this is for you. So it's going to be run by an ally therapy uh, psychotherapist and myself. So she will be there to lead the conversation, obviously as the professional. And I am going to be there just as someone with lived experience and just really helping validate other moms feelings or stories and I'm going to talk about you know my postpartum depression experience and my experience with anger and rage and I think it's just going to be so fantastic it's completely free it's an incredible piece of support for moms Um, ally therapy runs all kinds of free workshops like this one But this one I'm going to be at. So I would love if some of you wanted to tune in. So the actual link to the uh, discussion, how you can register, and if you cannot make it, then you'll get the recording as well, is in the show notes. So check it out there. Um, I've also got it all posted all over my Instagram. So absolutely get yourself registered. You can either partake in the discussion or you can just sit and listen. And sometimes sitting and listening to other moms tell their stories is everything we need and more. So June 1st, 10 a.m., Zoom, bring yourself, bring your baby, you know, show up with whoever you want. And if you are unable to show up, but it's something you're interested in, register at the link in the show notes. And then you will receive the recording in your inbox uh, once it's all over. So that's really exciting. Ally Therapy is actually like a Canadian, like at-home therapy group. (laughs) I don't know what to call them. But they are incredible and they really blossomed and, you know, came together as a whole group through the pandemic and they're dedicated to moms. And I think this group is so powerful. I think it's so important. And I'm so excited that I get to work with them because they are amazing. Seriously, check them out. So for the episode today, I am like completely fired up about talking about bodies, body image, 
my struggles, my current struggles, you know, literally so many of you had like so many powerful conversations with me over this last like week and a bit that I just like I couldn't hold myself back. Like it's taken me the full week to get back to some of you because like the back and forth, I'm just like, I'm so fired up about this conversation. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of what I'm struggling with now. And I think like this is so relatable to so many of you, apparently so, because you filled up my inbox. (laughs) So right now I'm struggling with my body. It's something I have honestly struggled with most of my life. But right now, so the last like three months or so, as some of you know, I have been going through something really stressful in my family, not my immediate family, like my husband and my kids and I are all great. (laughs) So, but it's just been like really hard. I am really working on boundaries and I feel like I've grown so much as a person which is really great, but it's also really, really hard. And learning these new boundaries, although at times feel really good, it's also really hard to stick to them because I am such a people pleaser. I'm such a, honestly, for the longest time, I've been a bit of a doormat. And it's so easy for me to like want to fall back into that and please other people and do, you know, the quote unquote right thing. So, For me to really be digging deep, working on these boundaries and keeping them in place, it's been really stressful for me. And I'm a stress eater. I don't know if any of you listening are, but I kind of wish I could be the person who like didn't eat when she was stressed. But I find when I'm stressing, like even if I'm not aware of it, I will like want to like eat. So if I have like my anxiety is flared up and it's so it's not like say something that's on my mind currently. I've noticed that like, you know, I'll be wanting to snack at night. I'm never hungry, but I want to snack. And then if I start with one snack, then it turns into like, oh, you should have this too. So then I eat that too. And that has been really hard. I'm getting much more mindful of it. I actually listened to this podcast Um, the Balance and Bliss podcast and Andrea and Kim were talking about this like really cool idea that I've really stuck in my brain, which was like, if you like say you're sitting in front of the TV and you feel like you want to eat something, but you like look inward and you're like, I don't really feel hungry. Like ask yourself if I made a bowl of broccoli, would you eat it? Well, the answer is probably no. If it's yes, then you eat it. Like go cut up the broccoli and eat it because you're probably hungry. But if the answer is no, then you're probably not hungry. And so I've really like, actually, that was super helpful. Everyone go listen to that episode because it was like really, really eye opening. So I've been listening to my body more and I realized like totally I'm not hungry. I'm just eating because of habit. I'm eating because I'm anxious. I'm eating because I'm stressed or sad or whatever it may be. Um, but it's totally something that I have to break and it's really, really hard. So because of all of this, I've put on some weight and it's starting to become really nice out here in Ontario. You know, the summer clothes were busted out and all of a sudden I'm crazy self-conscious, like incredibly self-conscious. Like I don't want to wear the dresses because they feel a little bit tighter from last year. So I did order a few dresses and a neck size up, but it killed me. And I was like, oh my God, like 
I don't want to have to order a bigger size. Like, why did I do this to myself again? And, you know, get in that whole spiral of like shame and putting myself down and you're not good enough. And if you were thinner, you'd be good enough. And the whole nine yards would just like just so not helpful at all. So I posted that I was struggling and like so many of you are too. And actually something that I found really incredible, which I feel like we know this, but it's incredible to have these conversations is some of you that are in a much smaller body than me, like a body that I would kill for, struggle with this too. So I think something that really just it hurts my heart is like we all struggle so much with our bodies and I I don't know how to fix it, but I really wanted to open this conversation so that everyone who's listening can know that they are not alone whether you're in like, you know, a quote unquote smaller body or quote unquote a larger body, it sounds like we are all struggling with our bodies no matter what, especially ones like the shorts and the tank tops and the everything comes out. It's just like all of our insecurities come out with these shorts and tank tops and it's so, so unfair. Some of the conversations that I've had with some of you who live in a smaller body, I also related to. So for anyone who doesn't know me like from, you know, before kids, I used to live in a very small body. Like my whole life, I have been very, very thin and almost like too thin. But even when I was thin, I struggled. It was like, my boobs were too big, my thighs were too big, my shoulders were too wide. I would literally have people comment on my shoulders. I've had people comment on my shoulders and how I have like football shoulders. Like, tell me when you're 16, that's not going to fuck you up. It does. And, you know, people would always talk about my boobs. I have big boobs. I've literally had big boobs since the day I started developing. Like, I can't do anything about it. It's my genetics. Like most of my family has really big boobs. I mean, I used to have it all in my opinion. You know, I was super skinny and I had these huge boobs, but guess what? I thought I was fat. I thought I needed to lose weight. I barely ate. I, you know, went through that whole phase of like I had a boyfriend and like I couldn't eat in front of my boyfriend. I would like starve myself because, you know, apparently he couldn't know I ate. Like, I don't know, but it was such a weird, weird time. And now looking back at it, like such an unhealthy mindset. So it seems like a lot of you struggle with that too. And I remember I used to have this boyfriend and he would actually make comments about how skinny I was. So he would say to me that I would be prettier if I had put a little bit of weight on and he didn't like me so skinny. And, you know, so like that, that fucks with you too. It's like this person who's supposed to love me is like commenting on, he would love me more if I was a little bit bigger. And at the time, honestly, I couldn't gain weight. So it wasn't like I could even gain it if I tried. And I used to actually work at McDonald's. Like I used to eat so much McDonald's. I never gained weight. And so, you know, fast forward into my later twenties and then to having children, all of a sudden I started gaining weight. So I have never had a healthy relationship with food. I was never taught how to have a healthy relationship with food. I was never even really taught about like proper food groups or anything like that. Maybe because 
my whole life have been so thin. So my parents never really thought it was like a conversation to be had. I don't know. But when I started gaining weight, I actually didn't know why. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've always done this. And now all of a sudden my body's different and I'm gaining weight. And I was starting to feel like so incredibly uncomfortable in my own skin. I'll never forget too, I had run into someone that I hadn't seen in so long. And they actually made a comment about how I was doing too much partying. And I was like, what? And then they like literally were like, oh, you've put on quite a bit of weight. Like you're doing too much partying. And that broke my heart. Like, I don't understand why people think they get to make comments on anyone's body. So this is like a PSA. Do not make comments on people's bodies, even if you're coming from a positive place. I feel like if we can change this narrative and like just stop talking about people's bodies, period. Like don't comment on them good, bad, ugly. I don't care what it is. I feel like when people start commenting on our bodies, we can get such a complex of like, why did you say that? What is it that you want? Like, what was the reason? What made you think that that was a good idea to say? Even when it's positive, like I find even when you bring positive things, you're bringing attention to someone's body. And a lot of people are very self-conscious about their bodies. So let's just normalize not saying anything. How about you talk about my personality? How about you talk about how great my hair is? Because my hair is pretty awesome. (laughs) Or why don't you talk about how, you know, great my podcast is? (laughs) Like, we don't need to be like, oh, Amanda, you look like you've been partying too much. And, you know, that really sat with me. It's something I literally still think about. It sits with me, right? Um, And ugh, then when I got pregnant, you know, the other thing I find interesting about pregnancy is like how our body grows and like that's totally acceptable. Like you get much bigger breasts, your belly gets really big and everybody's like, you're so beautiful and look how big your belly is. And, you know, it's so glorified. That's another thing. That's a totally separate podcast. But like, let's stop talking about the mom's body. Let's stop talking about how big she's getting. Let's just let her grow this baby in peace. Let's not touch her and poke her and prod her like she's a fucking zoo animal. (laughs) But that's what I felt like. But I also felt so beautiful. Like I was growing my child. I remember like just feeling so empowered about my body and everything it was doing. I did end up with some health issues with Connor. So I had like high blood pressure. So I got really puffy. So at that point, I was really feeling like uncomfortable because I was like way in a much higher weight than I wanted to be and I was just like puffy and I was feeling really gross but like at the beginning and in the middle and you know up until towards the end I was feeling so so beautiful and same with my pregnancy with Scarlett I was like I didn't have the puffiness I just was like my body is amazing and I am such a rock star but then postpartum hits and now I've got extra skin. I have this pressure of like the bounce back. I have like humongous boobs that are leaking everywhere. And I'm just like wanting to crawl out of my own skin because I feel so disgusting. And that is 
still something that sticks out in my head so much, like how much pressure there is to bounce back and fit into those pre-pregnancy genes and get down to your pre-pregnancy weight and, you know, have a mom bod and all of these things that are so unrealistic, but I had put so much pressure on myself and hated myself so much after my body just did what I asked it to do. And then now I'm in this place where I can think about that. Like I asked my body to get pregnant uh, and it did. And it created two beautiful, healthy babies. I had two C-sections. That's like a crazy intense abdominal surgery. My body healed from that. I have no C-section scar. Okay, guys, like literally you cannot see my scar. Like that is how well my body healed. How can I hate it so much when it did everything I asked it to do and then more? I just, I hate how like society makes us feel this way. I hate that I have like friends and family who have made comments on my body. I hate that people feel entitled to comment on anyone's body. And so now I'm like, really trying to work through this because I have children, specifically a daughter that I'm really concerned about. I don't want to push all of these insecurities about myself onto her. I want to teach myself to have a healthy relationship with food so that I can teach her to have a healthy relationship with food. And, you know, I don't think we think too much about this until we're in the thick of it. Like I'm in the thick of it now. I have a daughter who every time I put something on, she's like, oh, mama, you're so beautiful. I love your dress. She wants to dress like me. She actually told me this morning I ordered these t-shirt dresses from Old Navy. Shout out to Katie Langdon because, you know, she sent me the link and they're so comfy and beautiful and soft. And she was like, mama, I love your dress. You look so beautiful. I want one. I want to look just like you. So like, She's looking up to me constantly. She's watching every move I'm making. Like, I need to fix this. I need to have a healthy relationship with food. I need to have a healthy, loving relationship towards my body because I have a little girl who's watching me. She's watching my every move. And I also want to rant about our kids for a second, too. This is another PSA. Stop commenting on people's children's bodies. That was another huge conversation in my DMs this past week. A lot of you are telling me that people are commenting on your children's body, whether they're too big or too small. I have the same thing. You know, I think we do it when they're babies too. Like, you know, we're talking about how chubby they are or how tiny they are or whatever it is. And like, maybe we need to like nip it in the butt then. I I don't really know, but... I don't like it when people comment on my daughter's body either or my son's body, whether it's good, bad or ugly. I don't I don't like it because I'm scared that we're going to give my own children a complex about their body. Like, let's talk about how smart they are. Let's talk about how kind they are. Let's talk about anything but what their body looks like, because I do not care if my children are happy, healthy and thriving. I'm going to just teach them to love themselves as they are, because I think me teaching myself that will help me teach them. But if I can really push it on them, then maybe some of that messaging will get into my own brain too. That is my my newest uh, theory. So 
these are all of my rants. This is what I'm struggling with right now. It's been really hard, but I am pushing through and I'm literally getting in the mirror every morning and telling myself that I am worthy. I am beautiful as is. And you know, something to think about if this is something that you're struggling with. I was talking to my therapist about this and she said something to me. She said, okay, well, how much weight do you want to lose? I would honestly like to lose 40 pounds. And so I told her, okay, 40 pounds. And she goes, okay, let's say tomorrow you wake up 40 pounds lighter. Okay. We're at the goal weights. Everything is, you know, you've succeeded. Are you happier? And really I thought about it. I'm like, no, because all of those issues are still there. I still won't be good enough. Once I lose the 40, I'll want to lose 60. You know, I'm still not skinny enough. I'm all of these things because I think internally we have to fix what is there. And if you don't want to lose weight, if you are really content and happy in your body as is, do not let anybody else tell you otherwise. You love yourself and rock that bod as is because also you know I've thought about this too like I want to lose 40 pounds but like I don't want to go to the gym every day I don't want to do that like that's just not in who I am like I like to walk I like to do like home workouts but when I want to do them I don't want to put myself on this crazy strict schedule of eating and working out like that's just not in me and I think if you are that person I think that's amazing But I think if you're like me and you're like, that doesn't really feel like it's something that I want to do, I think that's okay too. Just because you're not on this like hardcore fitness routine, it doesn't make you any less than. It really, truly doesn't. So, you know, just push through. Ask yourself, would I be happier if I got to my goal weight? Would I be happier with smaller boobs? Would I be happier if I had a flat stomach? Would I be happier if I had a smaller butt? If the answer is no, then we have to look inward and go, okay, why is it that I feel like I will be more worthy, you know, with X, Y, or Z? Maybe we need to look inward and realize like you're worthy now with whatever size you're at or whatever your stomach looks like or your butt looks like or whatever height you are. You are worthy now, not 40 pounds from now, right now. So love yourself at every size, work on that all the time. Please know that you are worthy now. And just because you're not at your goal weight or you don't look like what society pressures you to look like, you're still worthy. And that's something that I'm working on and we're going to work on it together. And I am going to continuously check in with you guys because this is really important. And you guys literally brought me to tears with some of your stories and I hate this for all of us. Another thing I wanted to say was there are a few people that I follow on Instagram that are extremely helpful. I did tag some of them in one of my posts, but one is Bird's Papaya. I love it when she posts like her, what does she call it, an apron belly? Because it's very similar to what my belly looks like. So when I see her post that, because I honestly think she looks great in most of them. I'm like, you know, I love that because that's what my body looks like. So she really inspires me that like, I'm just as beautiful as her. So another one that I like to follow is Lisa Hicks. She was just recently on the podcast this week. 
go and check out her page or her TikToks uh, specifically. She also is always showing up authentically as herself and I'm really inspired by her. Uh, Another person is Andrea and she is the Balance and Bliss and she is another one. She's pregnant right now and she just like rocks her bod and she is like just so she's such a beautiful person and just like her little reminders about her body it's really it really resonates with me so she's another one and zoe potter if you guys don't follow zoe potter you really have to she actually does like what i eat in a day as a fat person who's not on a diet and just really normalizes different foods so like sometimes she eats stuff that I eat and I'm like, okay, so I'm not alone. Like I'm not a horrible person for eating whatever, whatever it is. Um, and she's also just showing up authentically as herself and she's just really refreshing to follow. And yeah, those, those are my top ones. I really appreciate everything that they're doing. So if any of them are listening, thank you. Hopefully Bert's Papaya is listening right? She's listening, right? (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you for all of your messages, all of your support. All of you are just like so kind and beautiful. And I, I appreciate you so much more than you'll ever know. Until next time, guys, I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you.